Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And I'm Tony Thaxton. Welcome back, Tony. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Today we're going back to Minute 8, which starts with Marty staring in horror as Doc peels his face off. He peels his face <laughs> off. off. <laughs> and ends with someone who looks uh, a little bit like Marty um, but through the binoculars of uh, – through the flat, stupid binoculars of Doc. <laughs> stupid future binoculars. Um, so, yeah. So Doc peels his face off. Um, I uh, The point of this is that, you know, Christopher Lloyd – in the 1985 scenes in uh, the original film, mm-hmm. he had to wear prosthetics because he wasn't really in his seventies. So he had to wear old man prosthetics and they just wanted to save time and save him from having to go into prosthetics. So they came up with this gag where he, where he takes it off because he was in disguise because he didn't want Marty to not recognize him. And <laughs> And, and and then he has that that line where he says he talks about all the things that he did where he got his he got his blood switched out and he got his like kidneys done and his prostate and like some other things, um and and then he says yeah they added thirty to forty years to my life, which is apparently um supposed to make it so that it's not sad that he and Clara end up together because they're just like oh well. They're together, but Doc's going to die in like five years. So, well, it, it <laughs> not I, such a happy ending. I anytime, guess. anytime these movies go into older and younger Christopher Lloyd, I always get confused because Christopher Lloyd is such an ageless being. Yeah, that's what I always thought was the deal with this. Like when I watched this movie as a kid, and they would do this scene. And he would take off the prosthetics and then talk about like how he did all this stuff and then would be like, ah, look at my face. And Marty says – and Marty says, you look great, Doc. And I always thought as a kid the joke was that he looks exactly the same. I still kind of think that's the joke. That's exactly what I thought. And I'm like, is there a joke? This is just like – I don't know. I literally just – I've never gotten that part. I just thought it was just a dumb joke that kind of doesn't work. For me. But it, I, it's right. such a perfect, it's such a perfect Doc and Marty moment because he's the 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 look like the the smile that Christopher Lloyd gives when he's like you know how do I look and it's he's so very proud. it's very proud and Marty is clearly suppressing like I I it's it's so beautiful I actually I never thought about this before but I actually do have a friendship that's a lot like Doc and Marty. Where, like, I do have. I think everyone that have a, has a friend that's so goofy and and weird. And sometimes he's like a little bit, you know, maybe yeah, maybe he's like a little bit embarrassing to be around. But Marty just has so much affection for Doc, and I don't know. I'm just I I, I love that little moment between them. I thought you yeah. meant you had to just have a friendship with an old man. Yeah, <laughs> who, who takes who me peeled his face off while you watched in horror? Hey, look at me, look at me. Can you, man? For two seconds, Marty must have been scared shitless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's horrifying. Um, although, uh, fun behind the scenes uh, thing about about that gag, sure. the the prosthetic face gag, is that uh, 
they put the prosthetic face on him and he he's actually ripping off the real prosthetic like the real prosthetics oh nice and he was terrified to film this scene because he didn't want to screw it up because if he screwed it up it meant that he would have to sit and make up again and reapply it and he would be holding up the whole day oh so the take that we see was just lucky and was the very first take that they shot and they never had to do another take boom nice consummate professional I really need to see some side by sides because he does not look different to me. Yeah, he's really wrinkly with the with the the other thing. I mean, the thing is, is like you're just not paying attention. Like I, I like I you? never <laughs> paid attention until I was in this minute to minute format. Uh-huh. You know, where then you're really starting to notice, like, oh yeah, they like they really did give him some like wrinkles around his neck, and and he's got some crazy crow feet, crow's feet, and it's yeah. uh it's it's rough looking i mean he looks like an old man but yet they never really get a very good close look at him in this movie before he rips it off which is why i think i think it's part of the reason why the joke doesn't work as well Mm -hmm. and it's also it's a little too meta the joke because like what is the joke because the the joke is actually like oh we don't want to put Christopher Lloyd in this stupid prosthetic mask the whole movie. So we're going to write around it. And that's the joke. But <laughs> if, but that like, you know, your average moviegoer is not going to get that as a joke. So they're just like, right. oh, okay. I, you know, I've watched, I've seen all these movies a billion times and uh, you know, I didn't get the joke until now. And I, you know, I think joke is even a strong word. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like they it's it's kind of poking fun at themselves where it's like, look, we we don't want to. Man, Christopher Lloyd must have really good genes. Like, what do you mean? How so? Well, no, because like he just I don't know, like he's he's he hasn't really changed. I mean, even, you know, this past year, we kind of saw him again, you know, like in the doc outfit. And yeah, I mean, he's clearly, you know, like, you know, 30 years have passed or 20, you know, but yeah, he's still he's still he's still Christopher Lloyd, you know? Yeah, he's got a lot less energy now, though. Well, he's 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 due for a nap. Well, yeah. Um, I really like Marty. Just he keeps looking down the alley, like longing to walk around and explore yeah. the future. It's great. You really feel like his his hunger. You know. Yeah. He's really excited by it. It's kind of cool because he was so disoriented for so much of being in 1955. It's cool to see him like be like down to to go and explore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's cool. I think I think it's cool to have a hero that's just like, you know, I don't want to I don't have a goal in mind right now. I just want to like go and look at stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we kind of see the uh, the return of the old, uh, you know, that old Marty McFly ego kind of come up again. Mm-hmm. Where he's very into like I'm oh, like I might. He, well, he he assumes that he's like big, but he wants to know like how big, you know? Yeah. Like, is he postal service big or is he like? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I think it's I think it's interesting. Well, you know, it's funny that you mention. Uh, no, no. It's funny that you mentioned like his, uh, who would you would you call that hubris? hubris? Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess Stanley so. Hoobers. Yeah, right. Um, but there's uh, there's actually a moment in the paradox draft where Marty is asking all these questions, just like he's doing in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then when he says, "Okay, well, at least I'm rich, right?" And then Doc sighs and he says, "Damn, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should just forget this whole thing and take you <laughs> both back home." <laughs> That's awesome. And then, and then Marty, uh, Marty says, I'm sorry, Doc. I'm just excited. Everybody wants to know about their future. And Doc says, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, that um, is a very weird. It's I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of like it. Like it makes me feel like Doc is more competent than he is here. You know, because here his plan is very going. It's it's going against all of the philosophy that we know about Doc Brown from the first movie, which is that like no one should know too much about their future. You know, you can't you shouldn't affect stuff like that. Like if if we change something, we got to change it back. You know, that's that's his whole philosophy is like, don't mess with time and and. He's doing nothing but messing with time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find that I've always found that kind of out of character for him in this movie. And so having that line where he is sort of regretting he's doing doubtful. this. Yeah. He's he's regretting it and he's like, oh, I don't know if I should have done this. Um, that uncertainty, I think, adds something that is lacking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't know. What I have agree. I done, sweet Jesus, what have I done? Yeah, yeah I think I yeah I like that better because I I sort of hate that Marty says that. It, right. It just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's just so such an eighties thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> is Michael, is really Michael Pete Keaton's coming out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael Pete Keaton. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I really like uh, I I really like that little that a little additional thing. Of him just being like, ah, I don't know. And then and Marty's just like, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, it, I'm excited. It's, you know, this is all very exciting. <laughs> um, I, I, I'll I put like it back it. in for the special edition, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I, so I, so I, I have a question, you know. So, so Mar- Marty's kind of your, your quintessential, like all, you know, like average kind of like dude. You know, he, he's a guy, you know. So, mm-hmm. so we're, you know, how if we were given an opportunity to go into our own future, how, how far would you guys want to go? Like, like what, what's your comfort zone? I think, I think the only way I would be cool about it, because I wouldn't want to know about myself in the future. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just wouldn't, it would stress me out too much. Um, and I feel like it would ruin my trip to the future, like the fun part of going to the future. Sure. So I think the only way that I would go to the future is if I went to like England or something. Oh, like somewhere, yeah. you know, you couldn't like screw anything up. Right. Where I'm just like, well, I'm probably odds are I'm probably not going to be living in England in 30 years. So well, I not went with that to- attitude. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, so like Scott if I went Carelli, to England and checked out. <laughs> right. And checked out the future over there. It would probably be a little safer than if I did it anywhere in America. Presumably. I don't know. Yeah. What if you, go also, to- you know what else I would love to do? And this this is a weird thing, but I would love 
to go to Disneyland or Universal Studios like 15 years from now. And just see all the weird like foam creatures that are walking around. <laughs> yeah, just see what like the rides look like in the future. Well, you know, Star, Star Wars Land will be done. Yeah. Do they, still, do they still have It's a Small World or have they phased that out finally? Yeah. The Postal <laughs> Service's second album will finally be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like like in you know if they travel to and I'm sure there's like a hundred like shitty YouTube videos about this, but like in the world where like you know Marty visits actual 2015, they would be kind of funny to be like like he's at Disneyland and he's just staring at like a Kylo Ren. He's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fantastic. Star Wars people at Disneyland. <laughs> Why is Iron Man at Disneyland? Why do I know who Iron Man is? <laughs> it's, a, it's that uh, it's an Ozzy Osbourne song. Oh yeah. Um, then on the uh, 1967 draft, uh, this is this is interesting because we're on page three of the 1967 draft, and we get Jennifer's first line, <laughs> which is that he and Jennifer step back as Doc lifts away, and then Jennifer says, "Marty." What's going on? <laughs> on page three, she just like, what, what, what is this? Why did he just leave us in an alley and drive? What's happening? Something's going on. Yeah, and then Marty is like, re, it says in parentheses, realizing she knows nothing. Oh, right. Well, that was a time machine which Doc invented out of a DeLorean, and the instrument said we're in the year twenty fifteen. <laughs> Just just rips the band-aid off. Seems pretty open and shut. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Jennifer's like, ah, 30 years from now, that's crazy. And he's like, Yeah, let's go check it out. And then Jennifer's like, Well, but Doc said we should wait here. And he's just like, ah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's go. And then and then they go and leave the alley to go explore together. So that's <laughs> like I said, everything. Is in the '67 draft. It's just very truncated. Like sure. it's, it's like rushed. It's like, yeah, it's very rushed and just like, all right, they need to be out of the alley uh, by the middle of page three, uh, which nice. is just crazy to me. <laughs> Sony, how how far into the future would you want to go? Man, I don't know. I think I might already be there. <laughs> no, yeah, you, this is already as far as you want to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm getting I'm I'm. Uh... Yeah, I, I, because I, I've hit the point in my life now where I'm like, really, that's how old I am now. And oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I think about, like, uh, you know, oh, my parents were done having kids like seven years ago at this point. Oh well, yeah, so, that, that's yeah. well, that, that's almost more of like a generational thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. really interested to see when like my kids will have kids. Like, are we just gonna get? Ev- are we just gonna keep getting older? Are we just gonna stay young longer? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Never really thought about that. I mean. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, people are living longer now, too. So, mm-hmm. Well, they're switching their kidneys out. and Right. And people are retiring later, which, which you know, makes it difficult for people to get jobs as yeah. early as they used to. It's or in some thing. cases, just not even retiring because you hear all these things online or, you know, in, in journals and newspapers about how, like, you know, the, you know, the number one killer of, you know, retirees is retiring, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Doc's not really going to um, retire. Yeah, I 
I think for me, 30 years. I mean, I, I would go 30 years just because that's what it's like. That's what it is in this movie, you know? I would go exclusively to my funeral. <laughs> just to see who's there? Yeah, just be like, okay, who, who, who's not here? Who? And then it's also kind of like, okay, who, who, who outlasts me? Like, who of my, who of my friends buries me? You know? I, I think I would wait until I was closer to death before I would do that. <laughs> sure. But you have to. Then you have to question if the people aren't at your funeral. Is it because they're already dead? Yeah. Or you're not yeah. their friend anymore. Tony goes to his funeral and there's like a really beautiful like orchestral version of Capital H playing. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those sad piano like, it's, in the, it's in the minor key yeah <laughs> like in all the trailers now yeah <laughs> um so tony what what it's like your, a massive uh, headstone in the shape of the dinosaur from my dinosaur life but it's like made of marble <laughs> so so tony what's your background with the with the movie like what do you remember the first time that you saw uh, Back to the Future or Back to the Future Part Two? Um, yeah, I, like I said, I'm I'm I don't know how old you guys, how old you guys are, but I'm I'm old now, and uh, so I actually I remember seeing Back to the Future in the theater. Uh, I was I was pretty young. I would have been like seven, I guess, or something mm. like that, six or seven, uh, and um, yeah. So I, I don't remember like too vividly although i do remember there being a little girl sitting behind me that uh kept asking her dad what was going on and i remember even at that at how young i was at that age i remember it even annoying me then that that little girl wouldn't shut up but (laughs) um so i yeah i remember seeing in the theater and loving it um and then you know coming out to rent i remember like renting it a bunch and, and watching it and i feel like it used to come on hbo or something a lot and watched it all the time and i remember that whole to be continued at the end being so excited and you know, like years feel so much longer when you're a kid. Oh yeah. And I remember it just seeming like an eternity until that second one came out. Like I, I remember being like, if it's like, it's never coming out. And, uh, and I, I mean, I was, four years for a kid, I mean, that might long. as well be an eternity. Yeah. But I mean, also too, I mean, it is kind of a, a long time for, uh, between movies. Yeah, um, I mean, he made a whole other movie between then, you know, mm-hmm. and thank God he did because I mean, Roger Rabbit, it's a great one. Yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah. what's weird? Because you're weird talking about, like you went from seven to eleven. That's a long time. Uh, yeah, well, and then the weird part about it is, uh, I was so excited about it, and I then I I didn't see the second one in the theaters. I saw. I remember. <laughs> Because remember, two and three came out like pretty close to each other. Yeah, and uh, Thanksgiving of eighty nine and summer of ninety. Okay, yeah, I knew it was close, but somehow, like I don't know, my 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 parents just never took me to see the second one. And then I remember uh, one of my friends having a birthday party, and uh, he, him and his and the friends we were going to go see part three, and so I actually saw. One in the theater, and then I saw three in the theater before I saw part two. Oh, wow. How yeah. lost were you when like they were just in the Old West? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I don't really remember. I feel like 
you know, and I feel like as a kid, like half the time I didn't get what was ha- necessarily happening anyways. It was just like, oh, this is fun. I don't, you know, yeah. I, I don't know that I necessarily stood it, understood everything. Yeah. That's always fun when you like look back at movies that you watched when you were a kid and you're like, yeah, I just went with it. Yeah. Well, cause I actually have, I remember in like looking back on it, you're like, God, how dumb was I? But um, <laughs> I think back of, of the first movie when, uh, when he comes back to 1985 at the end of the movie and and his parents are cool now, like, I just, I did not understand that as a kid. I was like, how yeah. come when he comes back, his parents are cool? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. When I, uh, when I, I watched um, Jurassic Park, like, a couple of years ago when they like, brought it back in theaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, all, every, everything about, like, the weird corporate espionage thing, like, completely flew over my head. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah, and it's it's weird. It's crazy what like, and I've told the story on the podcast. But as a kid, I uh, I didn't I, I used to I was really into the movie Forrest Gump, and I I didn't know until I was like a teenager that like Forrest Gump had like an IQ of seventy five. I just thought he was like a normal dude, <laughs> <laughs> and that this was just like a movie about a dude. <laughs> oh. That's great. Oh man! But you know what we haven't brought up yet is uh, the really weird uh, like Nike Pod bag that he has. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was gonna save it for tomorrow's minute because oh, okay, that's cool. When we're gonna talk about like all of the stuff that's in the bag too. I do um, want to say one thing. At seven forty-five, uh, in the background, there's like a weird little. It looks like a space shuttle that's in in like in the back of uh, like in the back of the alley it looks like a weird little space capsule and uh it kind of looks like uh one of the robots from the movie the black hole oh wow yeah look at that and in my head huh. it, it is the robot it's one of the little robots from the black hole yeah but he's sleeping. interesting because he's homeless now huh weird um yeah i don't i i i think it's i wonder how many times how many times do you think in order to formulate this plan that we're going to hear about later in the week, um, how many times do you think Doc Brown uh, groundhog dayed this day to no. calculate everything exactly right? Because, yeah. you know, he runs over to the end of the alley and, and is just like, and just in time to spot the guy that looks like Marty. Yeah. How many Martys do you think he's accidentally killed? <laughs> We've talked about that before. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what Rick and Morty's all about, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I would assume, because this is very, because he would have to, like, scope out each individual part of the plan different days, you would think. I mean, because how else would he have all this information? Yeah, it's got to be pretty detailed. He's yeah. uh, he's been busy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's that's what's so interesting about like the thing about him like adding thirty to forty years to his life. Like, what does time even mean to him anymore? <laughs> I know. I don't know. 
I also I, maybe that's I, why he added the thirty to forty years. Maybe that's how long he's been working on this plan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe. Oh crap! It makes me wonder if he landed the DeLorean because I've always thought that he landed the DeLorean in the alley to be like out of public view. But maybe he's landing the DeLorean in the alley because he's already landed the DeLorean in like seven other places scattered around around you know courthouse square. Maybe that's why he doesn't want Marty walking around is because like, there's like three other Martys. <laughs> well, or at least or like eight other docs. That's know? true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, Claudia Wells is walking around. <laughs> By the way, yeah. uh, shout out to Elizabeth Shue just napping like a champ in the shot. <laughs> yeah. It's uh I I I I I don't know. It's 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 interesting how well he has everything timed for um, for for the fact that, like, you know, he doesn't like messing with time <laughs> so much. It's, <laughs> but it's he's obviously like, done this multiple times. It's kind of like Batman's no-kill rule. Mm. <laughs> uh, as seen in the uh, blockbuster film Batman v Superman. Donald Which Jackson. doesn't exist yet in this movie. <laughs> it's still on the way. Those comics are still worth something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all that I have for uh, minute eight. You guys have anything else? No. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with minute nine. In the meantime, you can check out our website, backtothefutureminute.com. You can leave comments there, or you can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at BTTF Minute. Like us on Facebook, leave us iTunes reviews, check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, or Doctor Who podcast that we do with our co-host, Cassandra. Uh, and check out Geek by Night, our original audio drama, uh, which should be our, our first four uh, complete stories, I think, are out. So there, there's there's a total of eight episodes um, out. So go uh, go check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, all of those are on uh, DuelingGenre.com. And of course, shout out uh, to our patriarchs over at Star Wars Minute, um, and 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 God bless them for trying to get through that Naboo battle. Just yeah, just bless them. And uh, right. shout out to Jaws Minute as well. <laughs> oh yeah, Jaws Minute, and uh, I don't I don't remember if anyone else has started. I know Wrath of Khan Minute is on its way, but oh. I don't know if they've started. Yet. Have the Have the Goodfellas guys figured out what they're doing next? Yeah, nothing. They announced, oh. they announced that in their last episode. They were like, this was a lot of work. We don't want to do this again. Okay, cool. Well, good on them. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah. Well, you know who, uh, you know who also did that? Hmm. The Postal Service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the joke continues. Um, the recurring gag. Uh, all right. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's, that's minute eight and we'll be back uh, tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.